welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Welcome back, Awful Neutralians. Neutroni? I don't know. Thank you so much for being our fans and bearing with us through these hard times. We're so glad to uh, still have you joining us. So, with his... As always, we have the very talented Jesse Egan as... Uh, today, I'll be playing uh, Bada Bingsley over here. <laughs> Bada Bingsley's chilled out. He's gotten some relaxing time. He's not as aggressive as normal. He's been chilling in a hammock in a bungalow. He's very relaxed. He's not amped up. This is not uh, Dice Man on stage, Bada Bingsley. <laughs> this is taking a schwitz. Very calm Bada Bingsley over here. Bada Bingsley lifts the cucumbers off of his eyes in order to give eye contact. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we also have, returning to the cast, so happy to have her, we have Sarah Lee Steiner as... My name's Aurora, and I'm going to have a really hard time sticking with this voice now that I've heard Bada Bingsley, because I just naturally want to go into a... There it is. It's coming out right there. Yeah, you're Damn turning it. into a housewife of I know. some. I, the accent's like a Staten to Island housewife. Is it New Housewives of Sastagaria? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, who's that Long Island medium lady? I feel like I'm turning into her. Just go with it. That's part of your backstory. Is that was that was your origin? Is you know a Long Island, you know, family. I feel like I'm being typecast. You you went off you went off to bunk school and tried to wash all that away, but being around Bada Bingsley is just gonna Oh it's, you know. it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> is Aurora a male or female? Not oh, Aurora, I'm a I'm a girl. Last time I checked, I mean every now and again I think I put a tampon in there. You never know if some mean wizard's gonna cast some spell on you and change up your junk. But I mean, like we we were saying earlier, we all have junk. What does it matter what shape the junk is in? She could also be like those reptiles that uh, change gender just spontaneously. They're called yes. uh, junk changer. I've reptiles. I've been alone for so long that that now I just have both. Double junk. Oh, life finds a way, y'all. <laughs> By the way, folks, uh, don't get confused. This episode is, in fact, all intro. This is, we're going to have intros and then have a couple sentences, and then we're going to go straight to outros. Should I record my outro now? <laughs> Jesse, don't be selfish. Let everybody else introduce themselves. <laughs> um, joining us as well, we've got Damien Mercado as... I am Kara Dacta, y'all, and I am in a punk rock bathroom loving life. This is, if only all personal, deep, meaningful experiences of self-exploration could be as awesome as this, with a gay best friend doing coke in a punk rock bathroom. And that's how Kara thinks that she sounds, but actually she's really coked out, so uh, she's talking a million miles an hour right now. She, yeah, speed that up and post. And then she's just yelling at you a little. Oh my gosh, it's great, it's great. I'm no longer the only lady on the show. This is great, this is a great female perspective. It's total sausage face on this podcast. Oh my gosh, it's great. I can't wait to meet this Aurora. Oh, the things we're going to do. Well, we're going to do each other's nails. We're going to powder each other's noses in the bathroom. You know what I'm talking about? I do. <laughs> I, I don't touch the powder no more. Uh, we only level three. Don't worry, sister. I got you. She saw the future of her other character. Y'all's level four now. We also have Dave Callens as... 
I'm Rock, see? People call me Rock the Stark, but I'm not a Stark. I'm Eric Cochra, see? <laughs> what are you doing with that baby, then? <laughs> it's my plus one Vorpal baby of smashing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flail that has a bunch of babies. <laughs> baby doll heads? Oh, my God. Each of the babies is holding knives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And unfortunately, we can't have Caleb Cleveland today. He is busy with his 20th anniversary of his wedding with his wonderful wife. Congrats to Caleb. That's right. Mm -hmm. And finally, we have... That's that's serious commitment. Myself. I will be your... I feel uncomfortable with Dungeon Master. I don't don't feel like I've earned that. I'll be your Dungeon Nanny for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here to guide you guys along and, and help you stay safe. You're like our dungeon temp. <laughs> dungeon assistant. Assistant to the dungeon master. Oh, <laughs> Can we have that as merch? Yes. Yeah, he keeps talking about owlbears all the time. <laughs> Previously on These Awful Boots Were Made for Walking, Bada Bingsley, the father of Chud and traveling Minotaur Bard bounty hunter, acquired a small crew to go after a ruffian by the name of Pubert T. Burbertson. Their bounty turned out to be an undercover agent by the name of Pyth and was in need of help. On the promise of rocks, Bada's buddies agreed to assist and unwittingly charged into impending doom. Fortunately, a demigod named Persepolis intervened and saved the party and would do so again to save a lizard folk gecko monk by the name of Aurora. All five unlikely heroes are now about to come together in preparation for a mission they have been given. Averting a pending time crisis caused by a powerful hive mind entity named the Cybjork. So we left off, as as we just described, with you guys all kind of chilling in your own environments taking the uh, uh, little bit of a rest, relax, or, or doing your own training. However, this morning as you wake up, each one of you find yourself, instead of in the environment that you were in that was kind of tricked out to your own personal specifications, you find yourself in a room much more like Pythes' room, a very bland... A shitty room? Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, what the hell? No frills. Very basic, small, you know, the a 10 by 10 stone cold room. Stone cold. What the hell happened? I never went to sleep. Me and Waltrip were talking about opening up a restaurant at a mile a minute, and next thing I know, I'm in this stone room. This room just isn't as warm as my room used to be. This is actually how it normally goes when you do too much coke and you end up in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, Waltrip wasn't phased by this at all, but Kara... Uh, as you are on your coke uh, bender, you have noticed bit by bit. It's medicinal. It helps me remember things. The the room has changed to this this less impressive room. Although it didn't have to change much from the bathroom that you were in. <laughs> wow, this um this stuff you got me uh really has you coming down hard. Oh um no, sorry. This this is all just. Persepolis is reserving resources. Uh, it, things are getting bad. Don't don't worry. There's time, but um, hey, may, maybe you should slow down a little bit. 
I'm getting worried for you. <laughs> I can handle my... You don't take the plate away from me. I swear to God, I will stab you. <laughs> I mean, I, I literally can't do that. I'm not... I don't have authority. You kind of... But... That's right. You was about to roll for initiative. Give me that damn mirror back. Hey, listen. I'm just saying... The supply is going to run out. Well, then you're, I, you're not gonna. You gotta. You gotta slow down. I live for today. I'll carpe diem. Okay, it's it's your body, your choice. I totally. I don't need to sleep tonight. Well, you. If you keep <laughs> going like this, you won't have any more for tonight because today it's it's tomorrow already. It's the morning. Holy shit. Um, thank you for sharing. By the way, I uh. If if I could, I I kind of need some sleep. More for me. I can't. That's fine. I yeah. I, I can't uh, can't keep up with you. <laughs> it's the fact that I have some holy angelic blood in me that helps me. This is just medicinal cocaine. This ain't nothing compared to the stuff we had growing up. <laughs> <laughs> really? This this is not good compared to what you grew up with. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, I grew up kind of rural. They used to cut it with gasoline and butane and other fuels, things like that. Really had a kick. Woo. Oh, yes. You're talking about meth. You're, you're used to meth. <laughs> that's, oh, you're sure? That's, that's, um. Can I get some of that next time? <laughs> yeah, well, it would last you longer. It, it's, uh, it takes, and it's easier to get. It's cheaper. Well, that's right. I feel like I'm bogarting the story with my chemical dependency. How about we just plush on ahead and... <laughs> It's well. I'm. I'm gonna take a bit of a, a, a snoozy. Um, oh, in fact, you know you, do you be. mind? Do you mind if I? I mean, you've got stuff to do. Do you mind if I just kind of lay down on that that stone slab bed you have? Yeah. I, well, not that one. No, that's uh, that's my corner. I'm calling it now. But you can lay in the other one. The floor, you mean? Okay, I'll take the floor. Uh, yeah, I just did that as a power move. I don't care where you sleep. I'm sorry about that. Oh, you're such a tease. Oh, uh. Why can't I find a guy like you? The right one's out there. You'll find him. <laughs> Jesse. Yes, sir. Uh, you fell asleep in a hammock in this super tranquil, serene uh, situation. Probably snoring uh, a little bit. You know, I'm like, oh, this is so nice. I'm so, I'm so relaxed over here. Over here. Over here. <laughs> As you wake up, uh, you're still swinging in a hammock. But again, your your beach scenario is reduced to like murals on this stone room. Uh, it's. I wake up. I'm like, oh, was it all a dream? I used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the old Dave Letterman sets that have like the the fake city in the background and stuff. It's like just faked out to look like a beach, but it's just it's obviously just facade and it's a cold stone room. Uh, but you do still have the hammock. Wait, he's waking up in a cold stone creamery room? <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I freak out. Like, I didn't expect to wake up in this, what looks like a prison room with some murals. I'm like, oh, I'm glad they brought my hammock in here, but what the hell? Is there a gate or a door to this room, or is there is it is it locked? Am I locked in? It's the normal doorway. It looks like the doors that you know most of the doorways that the hotel and and the hallways and stuff have the heavy wooden mahogany doors. I go to open it. I try the door and see if it's if it's locked. Uh, it's completely open, and uh, as you exit, you are. Uh, entered into the training room that you guys fought the snakes in. I make sure I grab my stuff. Like, was I still in just a towel or, can I, you know, in, in flip-flops or can I quickly uh, 
throw on yes. my gear and, and grab my saxophone. I search for my beloved saxophone. Of, what was the name of it, Clint? Uh, saxophone of Crushing It. Thank you. My saxophone <laughs> of Crushing It. <laughs> I search the, the room, and then if it's not in there, I'm going to search the training room. All right. And uh, then if it's not in there, I'm going to panic. I'm going to freak out. He's going to lose his shacks. All, all of the crickets. Absolutely every single cricket. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bada Bingsley, uh, you you wake up in a stir. You're in a you're in a less uh, fancy environment. You're in a facade of the environment that you used to be. Yeah. You wake up in a stir and you look around. You don't see your saxophone at first. You see your Elven chain shirt uh, on top of a pile. Let me throw this shirt on. Where the heck is my sax? <laughs> you, you start to freak out a little bit, but your saxophone is just under the shirt. No big deal. Oh, there it is. Over here. A little, little bit of a heart, heart palpitation. Whew. But uh, <sighs> you, you know these these pieces of equipment are, are temporary, and you, you love it. So you're a little freaked out, but not too big of a deal. Whew. I can feel my heart pounding. It's a good thing I'm not addicted to any crappy cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> Kira's ears start burning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, grab my gear and my sacks and I go uh, explore, I, I guess. I leave the room and see see what's going on in the training room, see if I can find the rest of my crew and find out why I was whisked away from my beloved beach. When you uh, exit the room, you do enter into the training room that you left off, but there is a, uh, a large table in the, the middle of the room with some fresh meals laying upon it, ones that, that you guys have requested or asked for or, or wished for in the past, all sitting there for you. Uh, you're the first one out of your room. Let's move on to uh, Rourke. You, you were popping around in a swamp last we left you. How did you go to sleep? Uh, Rourke calls that vacation, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I think I just, uh, well, this popping around is getting me exhausted. I think I better take a nap. <laughs> in the swamp? It's <laughs> Teleported back to my bed. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Do you, do you have like a nest that you in the swamp? Oh or yeah, something? yeah. He, in, on the bed, he just bunches up all the covers, so it's just like this yeah. nest-shaped mound of blanket, with a nice <laughs> little indent in the middle that he can settle into. Right. You you fell asleep in your swamp, your comfortable, familiar swamp-like environment where you had a very low, large branch with a comfortable nest of bed and blankets and everything but you you wake up in a, a similar nest but in a very small stone room as it was with Bada Bingsley you're in like a facade of the environment that you were in before there's a fake weeping willow on one side of the room and it's like a a really expensive toddler's room where it's all decked out with like fake fake uh, plants and and uh fantasy environment but you fell asleep with whatever you had on you anything that wasn't on you is in a pile but your your sword isn't there a scimitar yep that's it uh your but your scimitar is <laughs> is nowhere to be found Rourke uh looks at his poorly decorated surroundings he pulls out a vlasic pickle and takes a bite and says this place is for the birds <laughs> and he uh he looks for the sword i'm like looking under the bed is the sword in the room somewhere um Nope, yeah, you, you look under the bed, it's not there. Uh, any other ideas? Checks his pockets. You, you check your pockets. <laughs> he hears from the next room, I can't believe I snorted a sword. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't snort, she's using it to cut her lines. And, and, of course, your, your whip isn't there either, but uh, you're used to your whip being retracted to your hand. Um, I'm going to try to whip the doorknob handle to open the door with the whip. Your whip extends out perfectly, and you have great control over it. And it's it's actually, you're getting better and better control over it. You're getting more and more used to it. 
You, you whip the door and it opens right up and uh, through the doorway you can see just a little bit of the training hall that you fought the snakes in. You kind of get this this feeling in your gut that as you use your your will to summon forth the whip and open the door, you might be able to do the same thing with your sword. I don't know if that's indigestion or a new power, but I feel like maybe I can summon my sword. <laughs> and the, uh, I try to see if I can make it appear in my hand. And as soon as you use your will, your, your sword just kind of liquid metal just flows out of your hand in a flash and you're grasping your sword ready to fight. And as a bonus action, if you choose to, you, you can cause your sword to go in and out of your hand because you have leveled up and you are now uh, an Eldritch Knight fighter and you have uh, minimal access to magic, and uh, you are bonded to both your crossbow and your scimitar, and with your Dern's Whip that's uh, assimilated to you, you're able to, as a bonus action, summon any one of your weapons into either of your hands. As, as the liquid metal flows down my arm and creates a sword, he says, uh, Boy, I hope I just don't get sued for copyright infringement by the creators of Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like, um, uh, I need your shoes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> I need your saxophone, your boots, and, <laughs> <laughs> and your scimitar. It would have been a very different movie. That's great. Uh, yeah, I stroll out into the training hall. I'm going to get breakfast or whatever the hell everyone's doing. Yeah. Um, as you stroll out, you quickly see the dining table with a smorgasbord of available foods, and you find your seat in front of your favorite foods that you've had before. Um, now, if you had a desire for something else than you've you've been eating, uh, sorry, no luck for you there. It's just the foods that you've already uh, requested in the past or wished for in the past. Sarah! Yay! It's your turn. Yay. Um, Aurora. Yes. You fell asleep on a basking stone in your perfect, tranquil environment. However, this morning... Yeah, that's that's a word. Uh, however, this morning, as you awake, you're still on a stone, but it's it's not the comfortable, curved, organic stone. It's a, it's a carved, boring slab. It's a little bit cold. Uh, you don't have an artificial sun above you quite but you do have a nice little basking lamp above you so you're still comfortable but the environment around you is is more basic and, and not quite so so tranquil what what do you do oh i i think i finally reached nirvana it's it's a little bit more bland than i thought it was gonna be I, but any better standing in the corner going you're not quite there yet <laughs> <laughs> where, where are the cookies I heard there'd be cookies in Nirvana. Where, excuse me, hello? Hello, where do I find the cookies? Please, cookies. <laughs> Unfortunately, it seems like uh, the ability to will things into existence around you has, has been depleted or something. And last night when you, you arrived on this plane, Persepolis uh, promised that uh, the next day you would have some, some new equipment. But when you wake up, you, you just have... What you've always had, your your flower daggers and your simple robes. Excuse me, they're daisy chain daggers, not flower da daggers. Daisy chain daggers. Thank you. Uh, yeah. uh, daisies are flowers. Um. <laughs> but there's a difference between flowers and daisy chains. Okay. It's they're it's they're woven daisy chain flower <laughs> daggers. Uh, 
flower power. But I, I see that there's a door. Can I can I go through the door and see if maybe there's cookies on the other side? Okay, uh, go ahead and roll an intelligence check as you go to open the door. Uh-oh. That's always a scary number. <laughs> Where My intelligence is so low, I can't even find it on my sheet. Here it is. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right, so you rolled a 12, but you have a negative 2 modifier, which is a 10. Yes. So it, it takes you a minute. Uh, despite the obvious door jams and, and context clues that the door swings outwards, um, you first try to open the door and it takes you like, you know, 10 seconds of trying to pull on the door to open it before you, you remember that maybe it opens the other way. Oh, phew. I thought I was going to be locked in here again. God, I could not. Oh, last time I was locked in a door like this, it took me hours. <laughs> Luckily, you rolled a 12 because uh, the 10 was the number to actually get out of the room easily. <laughs> yeah, last time I rolled a 2 and... I was stuck there for, for a very long time. <laughs> you make it out and you see this uh, vast training room. It's three times the size of the training rooms that you're used to from your monastery. It's very impressive. This training room has spared no expense as the way that your basic living quarters are. I forgot what I came in here for. Was it? I, mm, I don't. I'm hungry. Do you think they have any snacks? Hey, hello? Is there any snacks in here? Hello? Hello? Bada Bingsley and Rourke, you see a uh, smallish, thin, little pot-bellied, cute, sweet-as-can-be, gecko, lizard-folk <laughs> person with very simple attire that you've never seen before. Stroll out. Kill it. Oh, I got oh. this. I got this. Hang on. Hey, waitress, over here. Hey. Are you talking to me? Am I, am I a waitress here? Am I? Yes, sir. What can I help you with? Yeah, my friend and I are ready to order. Oh, Bada, what do okay. You want? <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, yes, my name is uh, Bada Bingsley. How you doing? I'm going to use my charisma. Hello, Bada over. Bingsley. That's a Bada good for you, Bada Bing. <laughs> uh, what's your name? You're looking for food? Is that what's going on? Oh, I'm always down for a little snack. My name's Aurora. Look over here. This Aurora. Nice to meet you. Look at all these. Uh, look at all this grub they laid oh, out for us here. Oh, I did not here. see that where I was standing before. Also, I'll, th I'll take a seven and seven. If, uh... A seven and seven. I'm just kidding. I'm Do you kidding. have change for a ten? That's a joke. <laughs> I... <laughs> All I got is this saxophone. I start Ooh. playing it. All I got is two fives. You hold this fist up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get some food. Um, there is a uh, there's a box full of crickets for you that you can hear them chirping in, mm. in uh -oh. there. Watch out, nope. Sarah Lee. In this world, I eat crickets. Uh -huh. <laughs> you finally yes. get your revenge. Uh -huh. She eats crickets in this in this world, yes. right? As a lizard. Yep. Okay. She was asking for a cookie a bit ago. So was she asking for a cricket cookie or like a regular? She cookie? can't remember what she was wanting earlier, but a cookie, a cricket cookie, sounds great. <laughs> Kara, I forget what we said you were doing. Oh, you were coked up in your room and. Uh, you, and Waltrip laid down. What do you do now? Wow, this is great stuff, Waltrip. There's no hangover whatsoever, in fact. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> You're all jittery, and you start talking Waltrip's ear off, and, and he just says, Um, Skara, you should you should go eat something. I, you're probably not hungry, but you, you gotta go. Please, can you go um, with your team? Oh, yeah, maybe I'll go have mimosa or something. I think that's what's, what's probably the best thing to do right now, just have mimosa. Just something <laughs> on my nerves. I think right now I'm just a little round up. Okay. Yep, uh, come on, you can do it. All right, I'm just gonna go. And she sprints out the room towards where everybody else is. <laughs> you see, uh, Kara Dactyl fly out of her room 
It's like she has the hay spell on her. She is buzzing around the table. Oh, she's buzzing Looking right. at all the food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, howdy, y'all. Oh, oh, is this the waitress? How do you doing, Miss Waitress? Can I get one of them? Uh, can I get a mimosa? Hello. How- does she always talk like she's on, on fast-forward mode? Yeah, maybe a pot of decaf for my friend here. <laughs> Only when she spends the night in the bathroom, if you get my drift. Oh, does she oh, have IBS? Uh, <laughs> not anymore. Not since I got this spell that makes me give me my youthful body. I haven't had to spend an hour in the bathroom once. Wow. You should really let the FDA know um, about that one. Kara, from, from your bender, you did uh, experience some of your past lives and... You were reminded of your ability to cast spells, and you're fully aware of your wizard abilities. I know. I can tell from the judgmental look in all you guys' face that you're judging me for taking drugs. But let me tell you what. I took some drugs, and now I can do this. And I press to digitate fireworks <laughs> behind me. I am. <laughs> is that? Whoa. They say Kara is awesome. Drugs are awesome. No, they say who's got coke? <laughs> Aurora leans over into Bada Bingsley. Is that more of the IBS symptoms? <laughs> Yes, it is. It's unfortunate. Uh, Damien, roll an Arcana check at disadvantage because you're a little, uh, you're a little, you know. Also, uh, Rourke wants to tag on to Rourke wants to tag on what Bada said. Yeah, IBS stands for I've been snoring. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've had IBS for about uh, twelve hours now. All right, so uh, you rolled at disadvantage. You rolled a thirteen for Arcana. Um, some of the the fireworks display that you created go a little rogue and, and fly past pe- people's faces. A little, little bit errant and, and sloppy, but no catastrophes happen. Sorry about um, that, y'all. It's not real. Just magic. So they're <laughs> magic shits. And- <laughs> <laughs> I sort of dodge left and right and underneath my saxophone while there's fireworks going off. Oh, oh, oh. I couldn't do magic before last night, and now I can do magic. That is impressive. You guys want a line? I got a little bit left. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In the background, while everything else is happening, Kara starts cutting up some lines. (laughs) Put it right into the saxophone. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I used your scimitar last night to cut up some lines. (laughs) Hope you don't mind, Rourke. (laughs) Go ahead and describe yourselves to Sarah. Yes, tell me about yourself. Bachelor number one. I am a small, greasy minotaur. I uh, <laughs> I am generally shirtless. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Lost Boys, but there's a saxophone-playing man with long hair uh, in that film, and I have patterned my entire life after that individual. Okay, that's the number two. <laughs> me and uh, me and Kara look at each other. Which one is she talking to? <laughs> Uh, Kara's busy cutting up lines, says Nagalgic. You hear tap, 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 tap. Uh, my name is Rock. I'm a, I'm a tall, lanky Aarakocra fighter. I uh, got this badass sword and this whip that comes out of my hand. Picture the picture the uh, classic pickle guy, but tougher. Did you say pickles? Who said pickles? Did you say pickles? Uh, you said pickles, right? I did say pickles. Pickles. Okay. And bachelor number three with the magic powder. Kara, Kara almost has the line perfect, and, it, and when um, you say magic powder, it kind of startles her, and she scrapes the lines, and it just like messes them all up, and she has to start cut, cutting uh, them again. I can't, I can't, I'll talk to you later. I need to concentrate right now. Can you please, can please, y'all, y'all, please, y'all? Kara is a uh, an Asimer rogue looking. Uh, she looks like Catherine Zeta Jones in uh, that one movie. What what's it called? Entrapment. Uh, Entrapment. Entrapment. Yes. And remind me again of what Asimer Asimer is. It's the opposite of a tiefling. If a tiefling has demonic heritage, and Asimar has angelic mm. heritage. Oh. So you're 
You're an angelic Catherine Zeta-Jones. That's redundant. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Indeed, indeed. I, too, gave Michael Douglas mouth cancer, if you know what I mean. Oh, God. Dave, is that one of those moments you think we need to go back and... I'm just saying he was a he was a generous lover. I I don't think that's anything to shake a stick at. Well, you didn't <laughs> shake his stick at it. Hey! Oh, now I care as a selfish lover. <laughs> so uh, you guys are sitting around the table. Uh, Sarah, um, Aurora was was informed by Persepolis she is going to be joining a party to mm-hmm. help with a a time crisis, and. Uh, she was informed that Pyth was going to be a part of this party, but he's nowhere to be seen. Oh, yeah, and he's sort of a snake man, right? Yeah. Yeah, tell me a little bit about your shelf over My here. shelf? Well, I, I don't have a shelf, um, but I do have myself. It's just me, myself, and I. I'm a monk. Um, I left my monastery because I got uh, a messenger bird came. <laughs> my friend Pyth uh, needed some help with something, and I got a message, and then... My guys at the monastery accidentally killed themselves, so that left me to come here and try to help everybody. Yeah, so I got here and I was here to save them, but but he was already dead. So then I tried to fight that guy, but then that guy kind of killed me, and then I died. But I came back and there was a. Was it a pit fiend? Did you fight a pit fiend? Yeah, we this pit fiend. He was a. He was a real gun. jerk. He killed you yeah. too, huh? And oh. then. And then did you meet a big dog? Yeah. Did you, did you meet a big yeah, crazy dog yeah, that runs you down too? hallways? Yeah, the big dog. This is a crazy yes. place, right? And then and then I got lost in this big hallway and I found just some crazy room with just wires and cables and everywhere. And then they showed me to my sacred rock. And now I'm here. Huh. What's in this room with the wires? I want to hear about oh. that. What did you see with uh, the wires? It's it's a clear plastic, full of clear plastic tubes and little hamsters. Yes, the whole universe runs on hamsters. You're oh, with all those disgusting rats that ran around this place. Yeah, yeah, those little tube gerbils. Yes, but I don't think they prefer to be called that. I think it's a derogatory term. We got another friend in our party. We don't know where he is. He might be sleeping in his. Uh, his name is Pyth. He's kind of a snake. And uh, Pyth? he tried to eat those hamsters. I don't know uh, how that went, but uh, uh, he should be here soon. Yeah, I will introduce you. I know Pyth. Oh, you you, you, you know, know Pyth? Already. Oh, yeah, we know Pyth. Uh, well, we we met him. We actually tried to, uh, we was hunting for him. We was going to kill him, and or uh, not kill him. We was going to bring you, him in and a bounty. Did I? I'm sorry. I tackled him. Did you say you were going to kill my friend? No, we were not going to kill him. He was wanted, we thought. He was a criminal, you see? Oh. Yeah, we were just out to bring him in. Yeah, we were just going to exchange his freedom for rocks. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's definitely not. He's not a criminal. I've known him for years. He's good. Yeah, we found that out, that that was just a cover story. He was undercover, and uh, he, he was undercover as uh, Rupert... Hubert. Pubert T. Burbertson. And uh, we was looking for pupils, gotcha. see? And we wasn't looking for Pyth. Easy mistake. Totally get it. You know, we caught him. We found the pubes. And then uh, pubes, he turned out to be your friend Pyth. And, and then we all got killed. And here we are. You know, same old story. You know, an old, a story all this time. Wow. So we're all, we're all dead. And now we're alive again. Yeah, if I'd known killing dying was so great, I'd have killed myself a long time ago. I don't think that's a message we should send to people. I agree with you 100%. (laughs) But for the sake of this point in the comedy, I understand your reference. I completely understand, too. Dying sucks. And she takes one of her lines. (laughs) 
But now, yeah, we work for this big puppy. And, uh, you know, he gave us uh, magic stuff. I got this cool saxophone. And then I play a little uh, a little Chardet on it real quick. You don't play Careless Whispers? You know, I did Damn that already, it. but I'll play it again for you. So I play a little... <laughs> 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 Is there any uh, sax and meatloaf music? Can you play something by meatloaf? Actually, yes. There is some. There is a song called The Good Girls Go to Heaven and Bad Girls Go Everywhere Else. <laughs> it doesn't surprise. I try to play that instead. <laughs> and there is a great sax opening to that. As you guys uh, finish your Coke lines and um, food, build up on, on whatever food you're eating, go ahead and roll a uh, perception check. Alrighty. Kara rolled a natural one. Oh, I rolled a 19. Uh, I rolled a 16. I, what did I roll? I rolled a 17. Yeah, you have a plus five. Rourke actually rolled a couple times and he rolled three 16s. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He really got a 16. That is wild. So you all notice with ease that the remaining plate set up that's at the table with the foods that Pyth loves so much has been sat at eaten he completely finished his his meal apparently Hmm. and the chair is pulled out and placed back Uh, his napkin is folded in place respectively you you don't see him it seems like he must have woken up early found his way to eat and you see that the the main door to this chamber is left slightly ajar is it saturday because maybe he got up early to watch cartoons he came down he ate got some food and he's probably just, you know, watching cartoons. That's so like him because the early snake gets the car. True, true that. Yeah. True Deezy. Let's go check out. Let's have this food and let's go look for him. Path, Path, where are you, Path? I don't, do I, do, I don't want to seem racist, but should I just like hiss with that like? Are you, are you going to hiss? I don't know how that's going to play on audio. <laughs> As you uh, start to to hiss, you actually have a flash of a past life where you, in fact, have been a Yanti before. Oh my God, y'all! I speak snake. Hey, yo, somebody take the coke away from this broad. <laughs> no, <laughs> she pulls out a knife. You just feel like so <laughs> sick to your stomach with like. Ew, I've been so gross to snake people. <laughs> like, I am, oh, I'm awful. Oh my God, I, I, I've been so close-minded. I've, oh my God, I need to apologize to Pyth right away. It's almost like you should also unhinge your mind because their jaws unhinge, you know, like snakes, how they open. Have you ever seen Pyth eat? He just can <laughs> like really open his mouth. Oh my God, Aurora, I hear crickets coming from your stomach. Are you okay? Oh, sometimes I eat them too quick and then they're not quite dead all the way. But if you listen real close, put here, come here, put your ear to my stomach. You're going to hear them slowly dissolve in the acid just in there like eep. Can we do like a little smash cut to Sam Elliott sitting in a bar saying, sometimes you eat the crickets, sometimes the crickets eat you. <laughs> Chud. <laughs> yeah, you, it is a smash cut to Chud Bingsley saying, Sometimes you eat the crickets, and sometimes the crickets, why, they eat you. <laughs> <laughs> and if Kevin was a dumb man, and Kevin was most certainly that. <laughs> um, you know what? Since we did that, uh, um, Jesse, go ahead and, and narrate. <laughs> Okay. All right. Excuse me. Can I have a sarsaparilla? As the adventurers were sitting around the table, 
discussing where their friend Pythe might be, they heard a creaking sound from yonder main door to the chamber, and suddenly in walked an old creaky feller. Sioux City a good sarsaparilla? Why, that is a good one. Thank you. Hello? Who the hell is this man? Actually, I rolled a one. I don't see nothing. <laughs> what? I never see nothing. I'm totally blind. Where are y'all? Can I, can I get some assistance, please? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, 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 well, I forgot my voice for a second there. Marco! <laughs> I said, Marco! <laughs> Rubio. There you are. You're supposed to yell back polo. That's how this works, sir. That's that, that you hear me and then you move towards my voice. I also play the saxophone so he can echolocate us. I'm blind. I'm not a fool. <laughs> Genius. I play. Oh, uh, through, we're over here. And then I start playing. <laughs> Follow the sound of my music. <laughs> Please stop. It's echoing all over the chamber. It's making it harder, you fool. Can I fly up into the air and play a little bit louder so that he gets a better feeling for where we are? <laughs> You're distracting me more and more. It's all right. I'm just fooling you. I am blind, but I'm very good at knowing where I am. <laughs> I land and try to help him uh, guide himself to where we are. Your your Persepolis is a um, crew of uh, exterminators. I mean, um, by heroes. You're the heroes that I'm supposed to be helping. Yes, heroes. Heroes is much better. Yep. I don't know. I'm sir. I don't normally get called a hero. Well, whatever you call. I don't care what you call yourself, Jay. You're here to help Persepolis, and I'm here to help you help Persepolis, as you were. Help me help Persepolis. Are you mocking me? No, sir, we don't have any spare change. Keep going. Keep moving on. <laughs> How d- Oh, you want me to move on? Okay, I won't make Aurora her fine items that she needs for <gasps> combat. Wait, wait, no, wait, I'll, wait, I'll leave. wait. No, wait. No, no. Wait. I'm sorry. Come You've here. insulted me. No, no change. No Ablo glass. This old guy's super ability is passive aggressiveness. <laughs> sir, sir, yes, I'd like those items, please. Yes, yes, hello. Oh, respect? Is that what I... You respect me? Is that what I heard from you? Oh, we're all sold out of that, sugar. Yeah, you're not going to find any of that here, buddy. We got a nice spread of the buffet, though. Stop talking, you guys. I start playing Aretha Franklin, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. You guys, stop. I have things I need, and he said he could help. Hey, it's okay. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Boomer. Okay. okay. I like you. You're wily. You're wily. Kara. You're wily. You better slow down with that stuff. You know what I'm talking about. I know it's helping you right now, but... Uh, Self-medicating. I just learned how to speak snake. Like, what? Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm being constantly, positively reinforced every time I do this drug. <laughs> it leads down a dark path. Just, just go halfway down. Don't go all the way down. That's all I'm saying. What if he's the end of the path? I won't lick the inside of the bag. I wanna, I want Clint's character to try to get the cocaine from me. Like, it puts the powder in the bag, or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get the bag wet. <laughs> now listen, uh, Kara, Kara, I'll give it back. This is just a test of your will. Give me the cocaine. Sleight of hand. <laughs> hey, Kara, this sounds like a trick. I think he's gonna just trying to take his stuff for himself. Oh, you caught me. Just give me a bump, goddammit. Kara <laughs> <laughs> uh, rolls a nine on a sleight of hand check. And so uh, she very, uh, what bag? As you can see it, like, sticking out of her palm, out of her sleeve. What bag, sugar? 
<laughs> you could wait. You could recreate one of the clients I had who put it in his butt crack, <laughs> and it was sticking out. And as he walked, he'd go. <laughs> um, with that poor sleight of hand, do you have internal corduroy pants, sir? <laughs> or is that a bag of coke in your pocket? Why not both? This wily old guy, uh, with that bad sleight of hand, this wily old guy whips out a wand, and uh, with a flick of the wrist, it um, like telekinesis flies into his hand. He he does a quick bump off of his wand and and flies it back into your hand. Rourke gets all excited because he can do something. Similar. Hey guys, I got a trick like that too. And he uses the whip to snatch the coke from him real quick. I'll kill you, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, um... no, is it Rourke? You know better. That's that's not good for you. And I'm serious. It's not. You you really shouldn't mess with that stuff. You're just not the right temperament for it. Have some. It'll help you learn snipe. No, Kara, you're different. You're special. No, don't encourage. Oh, she's special, all right. Let's get down to let's get down to business. I'm here. I'm a master artificer, and uh, well, Persepolis is not able to borrow any more items from time. It needs me to create some. Little Miss Aurora here. It's Christmas. Now, let's see. I'm also uh, also gonna help you guys. Uh, you guys all are getting a lot better real quick, but it's gonna be sloppy. I'm gonna help you fine tune your new knowledge. But first, let me see what you got available. Aurora. <laughs> Little Aurora. Yes, sir. I like your flower dagger. Ah. Daisy chain daggers. I know. Thank you. Like Thank you very much. This is the latest model that I have from around town with the newest season of daisies. Uh, I've noticed that you don't like they fall apart on you sometimes. They do, yes. That is the downside of them. But on the other hand, they are biodegradable. You know, it would be nice. Really nice is if they uh, were magical and couldn't fall apart. Or if they did, if they came back together. Could you do that? What What if they gave you a bonus? Fighting, you know, oh, made you? your strikes magical. And, uh, could you do that? There's a magic item called Insignia of Claws. I could base it off of that. Yeah, upgrade it a little bit. There we go. <laughs> Let me do some. Uh, I feel like I'm asking you clarifying questions, and you're just continuing forward without acknowledging <laughs> me, and that's great. What? You're talking? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were blind, not deaf. Hey, shut up. I'm focusing here. <laughs> I'm focused here. Yeah, okay. Uh, how about this? Here's some uh, flowers of fist fighting fury. <laughs> I love this guy's voice so much. <laughs> it is just as long as you have these, you'll be able to punch with magical force, and it'll do some extra damage, and it'll increase, uh, what is it? I think it's dexterity. No, wisdom. Why does it do wisdom? It'll increase your wisdom a little bit. I could definitely use that. Yeah, well, you're already very wise. You're just dumb as a box of bricks. <laughs> Thank you. It's giving you, might be giving you a little bit too much credit. Uh, hey, hey, wow, guys, that's, that's wrong. Well, listen, no, she is very stupid. <laughs> I am I very know. stupid. Yes. She is, she is sweet as a honey bun. She's the, the nicest little lady, and she's pretty ferocious with her fist. She, she'll be a great ally, but. I'm a lover, not a fighter, but when I have to fight, you're gonna die. Keep track of her. She's she's a dumb one. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, um, no, not, oh, I got an idea. I like your uh, 
I like your basic robes, sir. Very nice. It's... Thank you. This is the latest boho dress from my closet. <laughs> uh, Sarah, does it have? Does your does your robe have a hood already? No, it does not. Boho oh. means bring your own hood. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't bring my own hood. Hey, you weren't kidding. She's kind of dumb. That was really yeah, slick. Uh, <laughs> well, I've, I, I can uh, add a hood on here for you. It'll be needed for the, this item to function. The way so, um, sir, I'm, I'm very appreciative, and I don't want to ask too much uh, because I am just a simple gecko monk, but could my hood have a daisy chain crown on it? Hey, you're fucking kidding me. Right? <laughs> it's kind of my thing. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, I'm not giving you enough. I'm not giving you enough with uh, these items and stuff. Oh, I can add daisy chain to it. How about this? <laughs> you, you, you fucking weave your own goddamn daisy chain on it. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, do you know where I could find some daisies? Oh, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry, I'm a little ornery. Okay, I'll, I'll put, I'll make a daisy chain on your goddamn. All right. There's some uh, magical movements with his wand and chanting, and this this hood like weaves itself onto your your boho dress, and uh, sure enough, a, a daisy chain in your form and fashion of weaving is is uh, added around the rim of the hood. All right, and uh, as I imbue this. This will make this a cloak of invisibility. Well, a dress of invisibility, rather. When you put this hood over your head, it'll, uh, as an action, it'll make you invisible. And not the kind of crappy invisibility that you pop out of when you throw a punch. No, you'll stay invisible for up to two hours. Oh, wow, it's wow. just like high school. <laughs> now watch out. If you use all two hours, it'll be rendered useless until it's gone 12 hours without being used. That's a lot of numbers. Can you write that down for me, please? <laughs> you know what? Kara, uh, yeah? just just help your friend not overuse her hood, okay? I, That's your job. I promise. I will. Yeah. Two hours. You can all, you can all help. It's, it's pretty excessive. You don't really need that much invisibility in most applications. Don't worry <laughs> about it. It's pretty much use it freely, and uh, sometimes you won't be invisible. Person. I don't know. Huh? So you're, you're dumb. Yes, yeah. sir. Thank you, and thank you, Kara, my new friend. Not a problem. Now, you sure you gave her the right one? I'm just asking because I know you're blind and everything. You sure you grabbed the right one? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I kudos to you for being clearly a very talented artificer. Uh, uh, but, I mean, are we getting the best artificer here? I mean, like, couldn't Persepolis find one that had, you know, eyes and stuff? Eyes that worked and... <laughs> eyes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I know artificial, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of learning magic now myself. I know magic, you know, is, you know, uh, an artificial, you got to have something in front of you, you got to be able to see it. You know, like, how do you know you're grabbing the right sword and enchanting the right thing? I just want to make sure we're getting her a, the right cloak. Um, as you, as you say that, uh, you actually get a peck on the back of your head. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you a wily one. I like you. Those are my eyes. I've been hiding them. Uh, I got her. Uh, she she got she me. she tests if you're blind. Like kind of she she you know winces at you for a second, 
and she puts her middle finger up and says, like, and, you know, kind of close to your face, be like, oh, don't worry, you are just, you are wily as heck, and you're going to be one of my favorite people, I can already tell. Yeah, no, I'm blind. I'm blind. You know, I know, I know you're fairly smart, but track with me, follow me. Uh-huh. I'm blind. Yes. I have an invisible familiar. Uh-huh. I'm a wizard. You know what a familiar is? You're a wizard. You're a budding wizard. Come on, keep up with me. <laughs> oh, shit, so you got, you got a little dark? You got a little dark out there telling me what I'm doing? Right, she puts the finger away. Ah, I see what you're doing. All right. Uh, Where's your familiar? Where's your familiar? Who's my Who's my familiar? You said you had an invisible familiar. Yes, it's a little limp. Oh, okay. But my mistake. Sorry about that. Sorry for disrespecting a blind guy. Sorry about that, guys. You want to know his name? You want to have a long conversation with with my M? That's the most important thing. You guys. Oh, you know. Forget about getting ready for this huge epic battle against Cybjork. Forget that. Uh, talk to my invisible imp. Yeah, let's let's get cozy with him. Can we move on, you fucking idiot? I'm sorry. I'm... I think you upset him. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, you know, uh, just so you know, you're already some of my favorite people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, you are my favorite person so far in this adventure. I will tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I have oh, left. you got to beat Waltrip. That guy's great. I, I can tell that I'm one of your favorite people, Sig, as you all asked my name right away. Thank you. Very polite people. And I, sorry, no, <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I just thought you were homeless No, no, let's first. move, let's I, move I, on. Let's, let's no, move no, on. What, what's your name? What's your name? Well, I it suppose doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what my name is, does it? <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Sir, you the level of guilt that you put out is uh, it's just unmatched. I'm I'm in awe. I am in awe. Do you know Lothario's mom? Because yes, have you ever <laughs> you ever met the, the head of the thieves guild? Oh yeah, the head of the thieves guild in Duke's court. Oh, she loved putting guilt trips on people. Uh, keep talking to him. Uh, he turns around and starts walking away towards uh, one of the the uh, training dummies. Keep talking though. All right, good. He left. All right, guys. What were we talking about before this, he came up? This guy is hilarious. I, I don't know. I'm what is... still listening. I'm not leaving or anything. I just need something over here. Absolutely. Is that familiar here? Is that stupid? I don't is know. I, maybe, if you're here, throw some stuff around. Twice. Yeah, I start. <laughs> we throw some bird seed or some rice or something up in the air and see if anything happens. Um, yeah, it does. Uh, from from behind Kara, when you throw it in that direction, you do see like. Up, up, like a swath of rice hits uh, an invisible object. Oh, there's this little fish. familiar right there. Yeah. Oh, there's little narc. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then you see like a handful of rice come up and throw it right at your face. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you little bastard. Where? How do you expect? <laughs> I keep tossing rice in the air to see it disappear. <laughs> Can you please stop? All right. He doesn't like to talk much, but he's very, he's very kind. He's hungry. No, he's not. He's just very. What is wrong with you? Are they like dogs? Can they have chocolate? Will he explode <laughs> if I give him too much rice? Uh, what's going to happen? <laughs> it's just if you give him rice and soda. Oh. We got any soda on this table? Oh, my God. My headaches are coming back. I don't know why it's so necessary for, for this party to be so incompetent. I know it's part of the plan. It's needed for something. I don't get it. But don't it's part of our charm. Yeah, people here are real vague. They won't tell us what's up either. They're like, hey, there's something really bad about to happen, but we ain't going to tell you. Ain't no party like an incompetent party. It's an incompetent party. Don't stop. <laughs> I play along to that music. <laughs> there is something about you, right? All right. 
Well, what else can we get you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll take this, uh, this, uh, this little daisy right here. I'll wrap around your finger and enchant it. And we'll uh, ring of protection. Huh, it's, uh, give you a plus two to your, your saving throws and your, your armor class. Get you a little beefed up a little bit. Who's this now? This is for... It's Aurora. For Aurora, yeah, okay, gotcha. Oh, I thought we was done with me. <laughs> no, no. Got a couple more things for you. Oh. See, here's the staff I'm taking from the training dummy. I guess we know who's the favorite here. Where are you, gonna... <laughs> you already got your equipment, you assholes. <laughs> you agree, you bastards? Shut up. All right. A couple more things for you, and we'll be all done with this. Uh, beefing you up. All right. Hey, he just takes this very basic plain wooden staff, pops it on the ground, and like, hey, there you go. I don't know what you're going to use it for, but I think you'll like it. Say, <coughs> uh... Oh, magic staff. It uh, creates flowers. <gasps> you like flowers. I love flowers. This is actually a, an item that's on D&D Beyond, the staff of flowers. <laughs> this wooden staff has 10 charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one charge from the staff and cause flower to spout from a patch of earth or soil within five feet of you or from the staff itself. Do I get to pick the flower? Unless you choose a specific kind of flower, the staff creates a mild-scented daisy. <gasps> it's cool. like this was made for me. <laughs> yeah, this this is actually the base item description of this item. It's hilarious. I feel like whoever made that item for D&D was like, made it as a joke. And then like, <laughs> cue awful neutral be like, hey, you know what? We're going to use that. We're using it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. But how is it for all fans? Go ahead and hit that imp with it real fast. Test it out. <laughs> Ooh, uh, when you say that, you feel this foreboding energy, and he says, If you touch my hip, I will have your head. You will all die in a very terrible death. You will suffer greatly. Do not mock me again, Karadactyl. That was the old guy that did that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. I could whip all of your asses up and down this hall, back and forth, and my imp could do a thing or two as well. Please stop mocking me. Yeah, that's... And my imp. Yeah, we have been a bit rude. That's on us. Sorry about that, sugar. I turn away like, yeesh, and sit down and have a drink. Can can I offer you a flower as a sign of forgiveness? Oh, you're so sweet. I think a nice flower. I try to play some calming music in the background, too, like some real... Kenny G Smooth Jazz. Aurora uses her new staff to produce a purple tulip. Beautiful. Do I need to roll anything? Uh, no, it's uh, it's you. You specified the flower. It comes out magically, and it's just as you described it. It's beautiful, and uh, thank you so much, Aurora. <laughs> and Bada Bingsley, that's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm so cranky. It's okay. I know. I should. I, that's fine. Listen, I'm just saying that when Persepolis's next bit review or uh, employee review happens, maybe you find some way to work on them anger issues. <laughs> Good thing. I'm an employee. Employee. <laughs> oh, you're a freelancer. Uh, got you on a 1099. Uh, I understood. Uh, well, you keep fine. You'll get that health insurance, sugar. I hate that I like you so much, Kara. You know, it, it hurts a lot more on tax time. I know. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you're a special one. You grind you grind my gears, but <laughs> you're, 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 you're a special breed, Kara. 
Uh, I shouldn't let you in, in there. Get me so wild up. I give him a. Uh, I give this man who I assume is a dirty old man a uh, flirty kiss on the cheek. I'm sorry, sir. Now, what's your name? We didn't get that before. Uh, my name is Kason the Great. Well, that. Well, thank you. Nice to meet you, Kason. Yep. Uh, we're the people who are going to be making your life a living hell for the duration of this series. Nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, your acquaintance. That's the wrong voice. Hey, bada bingsley over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good to meet you. I just had a flash forward to another to my son. That doesn't exist. <laughs> bada, you, you could do voices. That's impressive. That was very weird. <laughs> All right, all right. You had an out of Bingsley experience. No. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. Yeah, one, we got one more thing for you. Uh, you don't have any range capabilities. <laughs> so, uh, here, this is from my private collection. I, I'm just going to give this to you. It's a wand of magic missiles. Why, thank you. Sorry, who's this going to? <laughs> it's you. <laughs> it's all for you, babe. Also for me? Uh, yeah. This is just so much. This is so, you're, you're so kind. Thank you, sir. Well, I mean, honestly, you, you got a little bit less than these other fuckers. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, uh, that's okay. That's that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's all I can do. That doesn't hurt me at a, at a subconscious level at all, no? Well, I mean, it's not my fault. I mean, I didn't even ask for anything. I brought, brought in because he couldn't borrow his I mean, it's okay. I am a monk, and I am not supposed to be about worldly possessions. That was a <laughs> test, and you passed it. <laughs> okay, well, that's the first test I've ever passed. <laughs> How did you advance in your martial arts belts? Oh, I went to a program that doesn't believe in tests. Uh, oh, a Montessori martial arts school. Uh, yes. <laughs> we called it a Marshasori. <laughs> uh, she, she's not right, but she can fucking fight like the best of them. Kinder food. She, she went to a martial arts school where the students teach the senseis. Mm-hmm. All right, so... I am the grasshopper and the sensei. Listen, uh, we trained up uh, yesterday. You learned some new things. Uh, not you, Aurora. You're, you're just, you're the same, you're the same as you were last night. Yes, you know? I have maxed out on my learning capacities. Thank you. Not at all, not at all. Here, try some of this. It really works. I'm telling you. Oh, oh no, thank you. I'm too scared to expand my mind. Aurora, where the fuck is Pythe? Uh, we don't know, actually. Uh, we thought he was with you. He seemed like he came down early, maybe ate some food, had some cereal, went to uh, watch some uh, DuckTales or something. We're not really sure where he went. Uh, Miko, check his room. Miko apparently is the name of the uh, imp, and uh, you see a door that hasn't opened off to this side open up, and he's like, ah, oh, shit, it's not in this room. Damn it, this place is so goddamn big, where the fuck could he be? It's, well, I'll have to deal with him later. Ah, crap. So yeah, we met. She seems very nice, and uh, oh, she's the sweetest. But uh, you, uh, you also killed her and enslaved her into your little thing here, huh? Oh yeah, that part wasn't so fun. The whole what the hell are you talking about? Dying part. You know the part where I died, and then I came here, and then I, hiya. Oh no no no! You said I did it. I had nothing to do with that shit. <laughs> you guys got killed off by a fucking pit fiend, idiots. Yeah, oh, I'm level one. Oh, I'm level four. I'm, I'm gonna go fight a fucking pit fiend. Yeah, why didn't you run? You numbskull. I don't understand you guys. Because pit there were a lot of rocks if we had taken that thing down. Uh, I like rocks. <laughs> I'd have been rolling in rocks right now. You know what I say? Rock on, rock on. Anyways. Uh, 
I get that one. That one's a pun. Boo to everyone. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be a part of your crew now. Uh, Aurora. Yes? How about you uh, show these uh, these new kids uh, what you got? What, well, I got I got the daisy chain that you just gave me. I've already kind of did a twirl with it, so I think they saw the new the new, new dress with the hood. Um, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what yep. you're talking about when you no. say show them what I got? I meant your skills. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, like I kind of made a vow that I would only ever use them, like in a moment where my safety or someone else's safety is at risk. So I kind of just don't really just you know show them off. I don't. He just points. He just points at the training dummy. It, it's an inanimate object. It's just a training dummy right here, right behind you. It's your astral arms and stuff. They haven't seen it. You know, let you, you gotta let your team know what you got. Kick its ass, Aurora. Kick its ass. I, okay. Uh, yes. I I get what you're saying because it's part of the team building and trust. So okay, I am going to. Well, before I do it, guys, just um, promise not to scream when you see this. It's kind of weird, okay? I'm so um, I'm gonna uh, I'll just tell you so you don't um, go into shock or anything but I I can summon my astral arms which pop out of the sides of my stomach and they come and they just slap you silly okay so um, here goes nothing and I summon my astral arms And and sure enough, out of the side of her stomach, these long arms, twice as long as her actual arms. Holy shit. That are like ghostly in nature, spring out and just like pop, pop, punch this training dummy with great force. It was so fast. I didn't even see an attack roll. Roll some. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and roll some uh, attack rolls with the astral arms. (laughs) Oh, you went with a stomach. I I thought mine one in the hand was all right, though. (laughs) I rolled a 16, a 27, and a 21. Nice. It takes, yeah, it takes a, a total of 30 damage from three punches from these astral arms. Does she get three attacks just as part of, she has to roll three times, that's her attack? No. Flurry of blows? Flurry of blows. She, after summoning the astral arms, uh, she gets to make one attack, and then with Fury of Blows, she's able to make two more attacks. That's awesome. Each, she only gets so many key points, which is how she uses Fury of Blows and is stuff like Fury that. Is it Fury or Flurry of Blows? Flurry. Oh, it is Flurry. Okay, that makes I, sense. My brain is Like dumb. a Mick Flurry. Like a Mick Flurry mm-hmm. of Fury of Blows. But she is, yes. yeah. she's flurious when she does it, a so. Fl- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fast and the Flurious. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, Aurora, you destroyed that thing. That cute guy. But um, just... I I know it kind of it looks a little weird. It's a little creepy. Do you guys uh do you still want to be my friend? Uh, I mean, it's creepy as hell. But yeah, we want to be your friend. I might consider enrolling in that Montessori martial arts school too. Oh, the school doesn't give you the arms. Those were a genetic defect. <laughs> oh, good lord! Hey, sister, we're friends with a snake guy. Don't worry about creepy. We're very accepting here. <laughs> Says the guy with the tentacle whip. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it springs out of his arm. Well, um, we all can't be blessed to be perfect, but uh, I think that I, I don't think that that's anything to shake a stick at. I think that you've taken uh, something that makes you unique and made uh, made yourself quite quite capable with it. Well, thank you. Aurora Aurora stands a little bit taller. Let people accept her. Can we do that little uh, the more you know rainbow right now with the star? <laughs> yeah. Also, Caradactyl has a is a big fan when it comes to a flurry of blow. Oh, <laughs> oh. nailed it! It's <laughs> God damn it! I was gonna try to steal back 
uh, my that bag of cocaine while everybody was distracted. But I rolled a uh, I rolled a nine on my sleight of hand. <laughs> with a plus seven. R- Rourke still has the blow yeah. right now, right? Yeah, I yeah, think I okay. forgot about that. Yeah, I still got it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had my hand walking on his shoulder. <laughs> and it- <laughs> so yeah, Caradactyl attempts to uh, take the blow back from from Rourke. Rourke thought she was going for a high five. Just high five. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, high five. Yeah, party. Yeah, we're we're cool. This Aurora is quite a quite a fine fighter. So she'll be a great great addition to your team. Well, that's good because uh, you know I can't fight at all. I'm mostly uh, a lover. You know, hell of a sax player too. Yeah, and a sax player. <laughs> You've got a great skill set. Don't sell yourself short. Was that a height joke? Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, I'm blind, you idiot. I can't see how tall you are. I'm just kidding. I know you're short as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he can give as good as he gets. Mm. Anyway, uh, Zing, listen. Well, <laughs> Take two uh, points of roast damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, the rest of you guys, just, uh, you gained some new abilities. I think you gotta... Uh, I think the greatest ability we gained was friendship. That's what my mom always said. Fucking cliche saying, God damn it. Uh, it. Well, actually, I hate to admit it, but it is true. You guys need each other real bad here. Um, but, uh, for instance, Rourke, you, 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 you and Caradactyl, uh, you learned a little bit of magic. Hey, we you did. Check this out. out. I got your nose. Give it back, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Hey, I got another one. Check this out. Hey, Kara, what's that behind your ear? Oh, it's a bag of coke. <laughs> Give it back now. I'm almost mad. Cut to later that night, Kara bleeding from the ears. She tries to claw more cocaine out <laughs> I will Maybe be... if it were Aurora. <laughs> I must be fluent in Snake. Where did it go? <laughs> Yeah, I think we might be ready to go take that pit fiend again. We're looking good. Uh, you're <laughs> uh, a wizard. You're pretty dumb. Um, no, I I would need several people like me to take a pit fiend. Uh, all right, a bunch of blind guys. That doesn't sound like a good team. <laughs> Kason, I'm always impressed by how well you use the ability cutting words. I've learned from you. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, um, <clears throat> uh. I, I need a nap or something, but um, you you guys are uh, guys are looking good. Feeling good. Uh, learning a lot. When he says that, I start applying. I take my shirt off and start applying more of my suntan lotion. Just when he says, you "Guys are looking good," I go, "Thank you." I say, uh, "You want to get my back?" I know you can't see this, but I am not as greasy on the back here because, and you gotta really use the lanolin and the vitamin E if you don't want to get sunburned. You could just, just right here, like right there. That's good. Miko. Between the shoulder blades. Yeah. There Thank you, go. you, Miko. You feel some invisible, warm little hands start rubbing lotion on Whoa, your back. Oh, he's he's getting Ash. familiar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Miko's always been good at rubbing kids like you down with oil. <laughs> Whoa, that's that sounded creepier than I meant it. Yikes. Good lord. Good fucking lord. Keep that creepy ass imp the hell away from me. I knew I was wrong to hate him. I knew I was wrong. I still hate him. Hey, don't knock don't uh, knock the invisible touchy imp till you tried him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How do you braiding hair? Alright, there's no backing out of that one. I dug myself in a corner. <laughs> oh well. That's been said. Um. Joe Biden, twenty twenty. 
that is that imp sniffing your hair, bud, eventually? Yes, and I will vote for this imp. I don't care what the imp has done. Just trying to demean you, calling you a kid. <laughs> this imp happens to be a lot better than the other imp. But I can't unsay what I said. Yeah, that pit fiend is the his, is his opponent in the coming elections, and uh... I uh, I will definitely vote no on pit fiends. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I'm pretty tired from uh, that embarrassing remark and um, also the imbuing uh, magical items and stuff. And, well, you guys, you guys feel free to continue to practice with each other, train, or go fuck off and find your pipe, friend. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I've done my job for the day. I'm going to go uh, lay down in my chambers and... Um, I don't know if you'll see me tomorrow or what's going to happen, but we're going to set up some real training for you. Not not just this little, oh, look what I can do, mommy, look what I can do, but, you know, some real stuff. So. Well, I, for one, am looking forward to our next interaction. This one has been very enjoyable and pleasant, but uh, do you know which way to that beach? Oh, well... Which of these doors goes back to that bungalow? <laughs> yeah, uh, unfortunately, that's... Uh, it's temporarily uh, out of commission for now. Uh, the beach is closed. The beach is closed. I, I don't even have to sit. What if I just walk? If I keep walking, can I use the beach? <laughs> no, no. There's there's no beach. It's, it's all. Uh, that was an illusion, uh, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, Persepolis is uh, not pulling back on the powers he's using. He's, he's taking care of some bigger fish and... Um, well, you'll get stuff back, but probably probably not until after you defeat uh, that wily old... Uh... Coyote? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, no, I thought you were talking about the wily coyote. It was just a cartoon reference. Anyway, go on. We're listening. Uh, kids and their cartoons. Oh, uh, the side yard. Uh, hold on. In fact, I don't want to hear you talk about kids no more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, if, you, if you could please... When I say kids, I'm talking about you 50-year-old whippersnappers. Uh, not actual kids, you sicko. Never going to live that one down. <laughs> this is my life now. Where's that imp? I want to look at him, but I, he's invisible. I can't see him. I can feel him, I'll tell you. <laughs> he's down by my lower ribcage. Yeah, um, I uh, used my message spell, which I got, uh, and I send a message to Persepolis saying, I think we should open up an HR investigation into this imp character. <laughs> 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 oh crap this is gonna go bad <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying it's bad for the persepolis brand to have people like this imp running around and context is everything god damn it <laughs> miko let's go assholes i wonder that was a private message spell you shouldn't have been eavesdropping is miko uh, uh is he susceptible to my newest spell Tasha's hideous laughter, and I cast that. It's <laughs> uh, an attack, it's an attack a spell. That you can, nope, a creature of your choice that you can oh, see damn. within range. Cover him in rice. Uh, can I throw <laughs> some flour or some applesauce? Okay, never mind. That I can see. Uh, I'm not going to cast it on the yeah. old guy because he'll probably kill all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, no, uh, you guys figure out what you're gonna do. Maybe track down Pyth. Might be hard, but um, we will uh, look for that snake. Oh, uh, maybe investigate stuff. I don't know. I'm taking a nap, huh. and um, I'm gonna try to recover my brand after Miko. <laughs> that, that mistake in phrasing on uh, Miko. He, he's helpful, is what I was trying to say. Maybe have a snicker boss. You know, you might just be hey. maybe a little hangry. That could be it. You know. <laughs> 
Right. If Paula Dean can make a comeback, Miko can make a comeback. Did she make a comeback? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. No, but I, I mean, if she could. At some point, theoretically, she could make a comeback. And at that point, maybe he could as well. Yeah, give me one of those snacker bars. I don't like the way you say that. <laughs> snacker, I almost killed him. Awful reboot's been canceled because of Miko. Uh, thank you. Hey, if if Honey uh, Heist was able to go through the censors, this is fine. Seriously. <laughs> censors took a day off. Hey, I'm, I'm going to my chambers and uh, I'm going to lay down. Um, you guys, uh, yep. what are you guys going to do? Uh, I don't care. Talk about yourself. I'm out of here. Hey, don't let the door hit the ass on the way out. I, I'm being serious. That yeah. door's got really loose hinges. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> I hate long goodbyes. We're just going to go back to the pleasant conversation we were having before you joined. Hey, fuck Faith, then. Don't forget about well, finding him. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. Kason shuffles off out of the room. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too, Bada Bingley. You're a, you're a good one. You're a good chap. Look, oh. stick to your strengths. You'll find that. I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit. He's the grumpiest bastard. I love him. Yeah, I, I love, love him. him so much. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end off our episode. Thank you so much for joining us, our wonderful affiliates. Please come back for the next installment of Awful Reboot and find out if they are able to locate that snack boy companion of theirs, Pipe. Signing off, we have... Sarah Lee Steiner, where can people find you? You can find me at Sarah Lee Magic, um, mainly on Instagram. I do have a Twitter that I log into about once a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can find her once a year on the. the... I don't know what day it's going to be. We never know. So maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe it'll be the same day. Yeah, if you do find her that day on Twitter, she will grant you one yes. wish. Yes. And that wish is you will never see me again. <laughs> On Daisy Solstice Eve, uh, you'll be able to find Shirley Steiner. Dave Callens, where can people find you? Oh, on Twitter and Instagram at Sharkodile. I also help run the Awful D&D Twitter, so you can get at me there. Get at uh, Dave Callens at the Awful D&D Twitter. Damien Mercado, where can people find you? Uh, You can find me at the Awful D&D Twitter account. Jesse Egan, where can people find uh, you? You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. And uh, thanks so much uh, for listening, and thanks for a great adventure, Clint. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, thank you. This is super Ooh. fun. Uh, yeah, thanks for letting us uh, just insult you <laughs> through proxies of characters. Yeah, right. Thank all of you wonderful cast members. I can't wait to, to get back with Caleb Cleveland. And when we are still seeking to add... Uh, our other cast members do this and we're always looking to add uh, some new guests and everything um it's been difficult with our schedules lately with all the craziness going on we're really happy to have sarah back with yep. us finally and um uh, as as your dungeon nanny or uh i guess dungeon grandy <laughs> for the day uh Thank you so much, Awfuls. Dungeon Nana. <laughs> you can find me at Clint Fleischer <laughs> on most social medias. I don't really understand Twitter yet, but I'm trying. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Love you.
Hey y'all, Chud Bingsley here for the Awful Neutral Podcast. We want to give a shout out to some honorary members of Gertrude's Dudes, some fine folks who subscribe to Awful Neutral's Patreon and help us keep the lights on. I call them Chud's Buds, but around here they're family. Well dang it, that sounds like an Olive Garden commercial. Who wrote this? Anyway, y'all, we'd like to thank Rick Turpin, better known as Braun Rick the Barbarian in Sastagarian circles, sent message to us through Hudson Hawk that he had our backs. If the posse's on our tail, he'll help us make bail. We thank you, Rick. Lindsay Taylor is a human name, but Lynn's Lord Taylor is the true elven name of this generous patron who was a supporter of light, learned of Gertrude's dude's fight against Lord Privilegington's might. And upon our flight, and later our imprisoned plight, Lindsay has been to the end of our tunnel of light. We thank ye. We want to give a very special howdy and thanks to Malleus Varmentum, aka Roy the Snake, a very strong veteran member of the Thieves Guild who has mentored our Lothario and has sent support in these trying times. Malleus also enthusiastically pestered our fearless dungeon master into finalizing the Patreon, and Damien wants to personally thank him for that. As do I. Jessica Outbeer, or Chancellor Jessica Outbeer, is known to be a close cousin to Malice and Kill, and is a Goliath supporter of Gertrude's dudes, pledging to help keep her airships outfitted with the latest in pirate repelling armaments of all kinds. Gonk and Mal and the rest of the crew are sure are grateful, and we thank you. Lynette DeBell, known as Lady Lena Theobella, the tabaxi cleric who heard that one of her own had his entire order leave him behind, in quotes. So she sent word that she's helping in the investigation of why they all bailed on the Q-Man. And he sure will be appreciative of that when he stops batting around a small ball of yarn that I gave him. Rebecca Throop, or better known in the tongue of the winged folk, the Aarakocra, as Rebecca Swoop Throop. That's how all bird folks' names sound, by the way. Hudson Hawk's real name in Hawkeys is Call Crash Dang It Hawk. So thanks so much for flying into the rescue, Rebecca. We sure appreciate your support. Jay Baker. Oh, the great f- druid furball master, J.R.R. Baker, great uncle to Chud, that's me, still supported him to the Furball Village Council after Chud was driven from town. You're probably wondering why old Chud was driven out. Hey, listen, I shot the sheriff's son, but I did not kill the deputy's son. You know that song. Anywho, when I was on the run, only J.R.R. Baker had your boy's backside, and I'll forever be in your debt, my friend. Chris Waltrip, known in Sastagaria as Archbishop Christopher, the Falcon of the Citadel, patron of the arts and an early proponent of the new cultural movement towards enlightenment, Christopher is no ally of the tyrannical and criminal Lord Privilegington, and has supported resistance to his reign. Christopher remains a beacon of goodness within the tumultuous and often corrupt society. He recently sent word that he's pardoned Gonk of his unjust conviction of piracy and has blessed the party's quest to liberate the land from Lord Priv. 
In my travels, I've found there are few like the Archbishop, a man of true goodness, who I would have faith in when belief in lesser men is tested. Cason Escobedo is the name our pal goes by when in human disguise, but in the forest of the unbearables, this ally is known as Jukumari, the spectacled bear, also known as the Andean short-faced mountain bear and close friend to our own Bamboo Bigelow. For our next honey heist, Jukumare has pledged their support by sending the party an everlasting honey gobstopper to keep our group of bear adventurers from becoming hopeless criminals. And we thank you! Matthew R., or as Flip Dimpleton calls him, Matty Rescue, his next door neighbor and new initiate to the Conspiracy Theorist Club. Matty is one of Flip's childhood pals, and once he heard about the Kids on Bikes quest to explore the mysterious teepee at the center of Oboyono, Texas, he joined the club and has started working tirelessly to research all unexplained phenomena. And when I say research, I mean he reads all the tabloids of the 90s and lets us know where the aliens and Elvis and Bigfoot have shown up lately. Many thanks, Matty Rescue! Torso full of bees. Well, Chud's buds wouldn't be complete without the great mage Torso Full of Bees, a powerful sorcerer also known as Torsius Melifera, who has the ability to release a huge swarm of killer bees from inside his chest. He's like a walking hive, y'all. Torsius also has an enchanted pen, allowing his drawings to spring to life. Torso has begun transcribing the adventures of the G-Dudes, in a compendium of magical histories, and his illustrations of our characters has become both legendary and definitive. We can't thank you enough for helping our deeds to be transcribed in such a beautiful visual way. You are truly magical, Torso! Christopher Skelton, the Yanti pureblood part of our old pal Pyth. You know that serpent-like feller featured in the awful reboot story arc? Chris Skelton has slid into our lives and we love it. Chris has proved that sometimes it's a good thing to have a snake in your boot. Having a Yanti around keeps down any rodent pest problems and this scaly pure blood has brought pure unadulterated enthusiasm to our podcast with their support. Thank you kindly, Christopher. Nastasia Ygrain hails from the gnomish city of Cranksport, where they invented the popular phrase, Haw Dang. The gnome's leader, Slingbang Fizzlepot, named Nastasia his czar of technology, which happens to be the gnome's major export. Thanks to Nastasia, the gnomes are gaining increased power within the world of Sastagaria. Nastasia has helped our gang by sending us shiny new cell phone cases for our rocket talkies making them waterproof and nigh impervious to damage, and keeping them operating properly at all times. Now Lothario has no excuse not to call his mom, so Nastasia has saved him from getting chocolate viciously. Thank you. Chance Deason is the name of the teenage black dragon who turned from evil to good at the last moment to save our party. It was a real Darth Vader situation. Chance the Mighty helped Gertrude's dudes, specifically Mal, Gonk, and myself, when we busted out of jail after being unjustly locked up. Chance the Dragon helped us escape the prison of Alan Brickman, and after flying us beyond the walls, he and Malison Kill's daughter Tulip partnered up with Mr. Dandy at his magical candy factory. We owe Chance a debt of gratitude for freeing us from that horrible place where they just constantly kick me in the udders, y'all. Chance took a chance on us and 
we thank you. We'd like to give a shout out to our Elvish friend, Fred Milano, who in the elven tongue goes by the handle Fredwin Milanus. Fredwin has been instructed by King Luvon Tavares to investigate why many elves are now being born without a magical connection to the world. This loss of connection is corrupting the minds of elves, and Fredwin has vowed to get to the bottom of this. Without their connection to magic, the elves have been exploring other ways to make money and run their society, and it's been quite a strain. But with good Fredwin's diligence, and maybe a little help from Trude's dudes, we hope to solve the mystery of the missing elf magic. We also want to give a shout out to our pal Dwayne Donovan, a renowned dwarven chef who goes by the nickname Triple D because he's Dwayne Donovan the Dwarf and because he started his own cooking show in Sastagaria like Guy Fieri. Dwayne the Dwarf made his bones cooking in the city of Goldcrest for the leader of the dwarves, Vorek Grudgekeeper. He was keeping the dwarf stamina up in their battle with the orcs, who've been organizing against him. Dwayne was kind enough to share some of his finest recipes with his old buddy Gremmel Stonebreaker, and we got to enjoy some of his tasty grub while on Gremmel's airship. We sure do appreciate the fine vittles, Triple D. We love all our Patreon subscribers. Chuds, buds, we couldn't do this without y'all. Thanks for supporting Awful Neutral. Tell all your friends to check us out and interact with us on social media at Awful D&D. &D.